Hey, it's Michelle here. I know you've got a lot going on. Kids, work, house, family, all the things. And maybe it's got you feeling not like yourself. But is it like I need a nap and a snack kind of tired? Or are you experiencing burnout? A recent study found that 83% of moms are experiencing burnout. And so many of you have asked me to do more coaching around burnout. So I am so excited to announce our brand new private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout. One thing I know about you is that you don't have time for another long PDF or a recorded masterclass that just sits in your inbox because you don't have an extra hour to sit down and watch it. So I created this five episode private podcast just for you. There are five short actionable episodes that you can access anywhere when you're making dinner in the pickup line or working out. And by the end of this series, you'll have an understanding of what stage of burnout you're at. Spoiler, there are three stages of burnout. And I'll give you my proven six-step framework to healing burnout so that you can start shifting the energy of how you feel and recovering from your burnout today. I want to encourage you While burnout is super common, it is not normal, you guys. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like this. You can heal. You can regulate your nervous system. You can unlock the stress cycle. You can restore your energy and you can heal from burnout. Click the link in the show notes to check out the private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout, today. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey, you're listening to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I wanted to jump on for a minute before we started today's episode because I recorded this podcast for you and then I went back to listen to the beginning of it and I realized that some little fingers had unplugged my podcast microphone in my computer and I um, recorded the whole thing with my computer's built-in microphone, which has awful sound quality. So I'm here to let you know that I was going to re-record the whole thing for you guys so it would just sound better. And then I realized it was 5.04 p.m. and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go help my kids with their homework and make them dinner. And it's just going to be, you know, it is what it is this week. Um, So I'm here to tell you, if you are new to the podcast, that the podcast audio quality is usually much better, um, but real life and sometimes this stuff happens. And here's the thing. The audio quality is not great for this episode, but the content is so good. 
So I am believing that if you just push past um, what's missing and the quality of the sound, you will be encouraged and you will learn something new and it will be helpful and you will benefit. So I thank you for your patience and um, enjoy this episode, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is going to be a good one. We're going to talk about five ways that you can help uh, create safety and calm in your nervous system and why it's so important, right? When we are in a place of dysregulation in our nervous system, we are in essence in a stress response, right? We're in the state of fight or flight or the state of freeze and kind of shutdown. And when we're able to show our body in the way that our body actually communicates and can, can understand um, that it is safe to kind of back out of a stress response and come back to a state of regulation, um, that's a powerful tool to have because that's the place from which we all want to operate in our day-to-day lives, right? So we're going to jump into that today. We're going to go through five different ways, five um, body-based practices that you can use to help bring safety and calm into your nervous system. But before we do that, I want to ask you guys, if you are listening, if you are a listener of the show and you have not left the show a five-star rating yet or a short review, would you do that for me today? It would mean the world to me. It's really the best way that you can thank me for all of this free content that um, me and my team put out. So if you've been encouraged or you learned anything or it's been helpful in any way, um, leaving a five-star rating really is the best way that we can help get this show out in front of other women who could also benefit from this community and from learning um, the stuff that we teach here on the podcast. So if you have not yet left a five-star rating or a short review, if you could do that today, just thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful for you guys. I say it all the time, but I know I have the best listeners. Um, you guys are all in. Hearing from you really does just make my day and warm my heart. And in those you know, early mornings, early nights when I'm here recording, um, when I hear back from you, it's this reminder that there are real people on the other end of these airwaves and that the work that we're doing here is making an impact. So it's just so humbling and I'm just so grateful. Um, I love you guys so much. I also want to share a new thing that we're putting into the show notes. There's a link that says, ask Michelle a question. Um, This is an awesome way for us to be able to communicate better. Uh, So how it works is you click on that link and it takes you to this landing page where you can essentially record a voice mail or a voice note for me. Um, and it shoots it straight to my inbox. So then I can read it in my email. Or I can listen to it. But what we want to do with this is that I really want it to be a space where you guys can ask me questions directly. So if you've listened to an episode and you're like, I don't, I don't really get this, or I'm not really understanding how she's explaining it, or I tried it and it, you know, I got this result or that result, or it doesn't seem to be working, or this is coming up with my kids or, you know, whatever it is, or, or I wish she talked about this, right? Sometimes you, I, I am able to hear from you guys and you're like, man, could you do an episode on, you know, X, Y, or Z? I love that because I want to be able to serve you best. I want to be able to serve you in a way that's truly helpful. So if there's something that you've been wondering, something you've been noticing, or something that you wanted to ask me, or if you just want to say hi, go ahead, click on that link, send me a note. I would love to hear from you. And then what I'm doing is I'm starting to answer those, the questions that come in through that um, landing page in future episodes of the Calm Mom podcast. So you could have your question answered on a future episode. So go ahead and check that out. Um, I would love to hear from you. 
Okay, let's talk about five different ways. I'm going to teach you guys five different ways today that you can help create safety and a sense of calm in your nervous system. It's really uh, something that we're all after, right? We all want to feel safe and calm. And when we think of all of the other surface little level things that we seek, especially as parents, especially as busy parents, right? It's like, I want to better, you know, use my, use my time better. I want better, you know, home management systems. I want better time management. I want better X, Y, and Z. And at its core, all those things are important. I think so. But at their core, we just want to feel calm, right? We just want to feel this sense of like safety, um, that we can really just be, and we don't have to always be doing all the time. So these are practices that I think are going to be really helpful in helping to bring your nervous system to that sense of calm and safety. Um, okay. So let us get into it. Um, I, I do want to preface it a little bit. When I give you guys tools like this to help your nervous system regulate in the moment, right? I'm noticing I'm feeling dysregulated. I'm noticing, noticing I'm either shifting into this sympathetic state where I'm feeling activated or anxious or irritable, or I'm noticing that I'm feeling um, in this dorsal vagal state where I'm noticing that I'm feeling a little bit like disconnected or dissociated or burnt out or shut down or any of these things, right? That I'm stuck in this freeze response. We want to be able to have tools that can help gently shift our body back into regulation, right? Back into the place where we have full access to all of our mental faculties, to our prefrontal cortex, that we have access to our full range of like mature communication and that we can see other perspectives and our logical thinking is, is primed and all of these different things, right? So yes, it is important to have these in the moment tools. And yes, and when we notice that we are dysregulated, we don't want to just stick a bandaid on it and be like, I know that if I do, you know, X for 30 minutes, for 30 seconds, it brings me back to regulation. Like those are great tools to have. And we also want to make sure that we're spending some time exploring the root of that dysregulation, right? Why is that coming up to begin with? Is there some perceived threat that's going on in my body from something stemming from my past or from childhood that I really haven't, um, you know, taken the time to really deal with, right? Is there stuff coming out from something else? Is there, is there a reason that I'm feeling anxious about this? Is there a reason that this is triggering for me? Because here's the thing there is, right? There's a reason for every single thing that we do. We're always, we're always, everything we do is always in service of some unmet need right? That's just the core of it. So we want to make sure that when I teach you guys these things, I'm reminding you that like, yes, these are good tools. I want you to use them. I want you to have them. I think they're valuable and they're super helpful and practical. And I don't want you to use them um, as a replacement for doing some of that deeper exploration and getting curious about, hey, what's causing me to feel burnt out (laughs) to begin with, right? Where's that coming from? And what kind of changes and work and healing do I need to do? kind of boundaries do I need to set? What kind of conversations do I need to have? What kind of things do I need to break off so that I can actually do some healing from a root, from a root cause kind of place, use my resources to somatically release what's going on and not just be putting band-aids, like slapping band-aids on all around the place. All right. So let's jump into these. Just keep that in mind as we go through these. Um, And I guess I'll just say this here too. 
These are, are great resources. And if you're also noticing that, yeah, I want to get to the root of some of this stuff. I don't know what the root is, but I notice that, you know, this always triggers me or when this happens, I always feel really anxious or, you know, I'm noticing this going on in my body or in my communication or in my marriage or whatever it is. And you want one-on-one -on -one support for that, or that's something you'd like to explore. Book a discovery call. There's a link for it in the show notes. Uh, 30 minutes, you and me on a Zoom, absolutely free. I want to hear about what you're noticing, what you're experiencing, the questions that you have, and then we can talk about what it might look like for me to uh, resource you and coach you one-on-one -on -one if that feels aligned for you. So if that's something that you're wanting to explore further, go ahead and click the link in the show notes and book one of those calls with me. All right, let's, let's jump through uh, each of these. There's five different ways I want to talk to you guys about um, just tools that you can have in your back pocket to help create that sense of safety and calm so your nervous system can return to regulation. Okay, so the first one is temperature. <laughs> temperature changes. Guys, our nervous system really responds to temperature changes. So cold water, we know like cold plunge is all the rage, right? You can't go to the gym or like scroll through your Instagram without someone telling you about their cold plunge. Um, and I love it because there's a reason for it cold water immersion triggers our vagus nerve, right? That's that nerve, that main nerve that runs from our brain to all of our major organs. And when the vagus nerve is activated, what happens is that it turns off that fight or flight stress response, right? So that vagus nerve, when it's activated, it signals a relaxation response in your body. And it resets your abdominal organs to their resting state. And you just kind of get this overall sense of well-being. So temperature change. Other than a cold plunge, what are some ways in which you guys can do this wherever you're at, right, to quickly kind of help bring your body back to a state of regulation? Well, you can always, wherever you're at, you can splash your face with cold water. You can um, even take, like, just a big kitchen mixing bowl Fill it with ice water and put your face in it, right? Hold hold your breath or even breathe out um, while you're dunking your face in the water for, what, 10, 15, 20 seconds. Maybe you can work your way up to 30 seconds. That can be really regulating for your nervous system. Um, if you find that you're feeling really anxious or agitated or activated, you can also just go to your freezer and pull out a bag of, like, frozen peas or frozen corn or frozen veggies or whatever you have in there. And hold that on the back of your neck. Hold it on the back of your neck until you notice a shift. And that can be really helpful. It's been really helpful for a lot of my clients. You can also even just hold ice cubes in your hands. Or you can like take an ice cube and rub it on your wrist. And just kind of play around with different um, techniques as it relates to cold water immersion or just cold temperature changes, taking a cold shower. And notice what seems to happen in your nervous system what see what does your body seem to respond to and then you can do more of that is it pleasant i don't know i for one hate the cold i grew up in the most northern town in maine you guys where i lived for 18 years through what like nine month winters where i literally saw 60 degrees below zero like all the time. So I moved to Milwaukee for college to move somewhere warmer, which says a lot. 
for those of you who are from the Midwest. Um, and then when Jeff and I got married a week later, we just packed up and we're like, we're so over this cold and we moved to Miami where I've now lived for the last 15 years, right? So I don't know if it's necessarily pleasant. The good news is that it does not need to be sustained cold, right? For this like length of time for you to reap the benefits. Just 30 seconds, right? Your face in a bowl of ice water. Couple sec, like 30 seconds, try putting frozen veggies in your bag. Just turn your, your shower to cold water just for a few seconds before you get out and notice what that seems to do to your energy level and to your mental and emotional state. And here's the thing. It works. <laughs> it works. I wouldn't be giving you as a stuff if it doesn't work. Cold water immersion, it increases the production of different mood elevating hormones and all these different neurotransmitters. So it really improves symptoms of depression and anxiety because it literally helps to change the chemistry that's going on in your body and in your brain. And the other thing about being in cold or around cold or in cold water, you guys, is just think about it. Like it's kind of a form of mindfulness and grounding because think, for example, like let's, let's imagine that you're having these ruminating thoughts or these like you're ruminating, you have these looping thoughts, you're, you're feeling anxious, you're spiraling, whatever you want to call it. You get in a cold shower. (laughs) It's kind of hard to have spiraling thoughts when you're freezing, right? Let's just call it what it is. When we're immersed in cold water, it can help to interrupt um, some of these neurological cycles that can contribute to anxiety and rumination. So it really helps to keep us in the present. And if you're someone who suffers from panic attacks, you guys, try cold water. Try cold water. If that's something you haven't tried before and you suffer from panic attacks, which I have before, um, and I know how scary they can be, if you feel one coming on, get a bowl, fill it with water and ice, um, and dunk your face in that cold water. Hold your breath for about 15 to 30 seconds. And this can be really helpful for those of you who suffer from panic attacks. That cold water is going to reduce blood flow to your non-essential organs, and it's going to instead focus blood to your brain and your heart, and it can really help to reduce those panic attack um, symptoms that you experience. I've got a question for you. Do you sometimes feel like you're more sensitive than other people? Does the routine stress of life just feel overwhelming? Maybe sometimes you feel like you could just tap out or run and hide. Are you really creative? You got this great imagination. Or maybe you feel like you're disconnected from your body or like you're a misfit here on earth. You might have thought that's just how you are. All these things are just part of your personality. But they're actually coping mechanisms that you've picked up over the course of your life and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially in this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit, then they became a pattern. Now, as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's interesting, right? There are five personality patterns. They're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategies that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what is blocking who you are. The good news is that once you 
take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Number two is, you can call it a couple different things. You might have heard of grounding or orienting or earthing, but it's essentially just a form of mindfulness. You know, I, I have this oh, mantra is what it is, but I tell myself often as a reminder, be where your feet are. Stop worrying about the past. Stop worrying about 10 minutes ago. Stop worrying about 10 minutes from now, right? Stop worrying about next year. Be where your feet are. And when we practice grounding and orienting and earthing, it does that. It brings us back to the present. It connects us, reconnects us with our body. It brings us back into our body. And that brings a sense of safety and calm to our nervous system. So there's a couple easy ways you guys can do that. I'll give you two right now. The first is just get on the floor, like laying on the floor. Sometimes I do this in my office. You can do it out in the grass. That would be even better. Um, Or just lay on your bed, wherever you are. But lay down. Allow yourself to feel your body being supported by whatever's holding you up. And do a quick body scan. Right, Start at the top of your head and work your way down through the crown, around your forehead, eyes, right? jaw and just notice what's going on in your body what feels tight what feels painful what feels constricted what feels open what feels loose like what feels good notice just notice just notice and then you can go back through and any areas that you notice that felt tense tight whatever you can go through it and you can do some stretching there right a lot of us hold a ton of tension in our jaw, um, especially us women. So like peel that tongue off the roof of your mouth. Maybe you're even doing it right now, right? And you can stretch out your jaw, open your mouth. You can even stick your tongue out and allow yourself to kind of do that. You can tense everything up and squish your face together. Like a, like you just ate a lemon, right? The sour, squishy face, tense all of those muscles and hold, 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 release. And try that, you know, try that two or three times and see what you notice in your body and your nervous system as you reorient. And then the second one is just using your five senses. So if you want to go through each of your five senses and notice something um, as it relates to that sense. So your sense of touch, like what is something you could touch or give yourself like a self-massage. Smell, right? What do I smell right now? Or find some essential oils or some fruit or some, some scent that is calming to you. Taste, right? What are you tasting? What could you taste? Maybe get some spicy food or maybe get something that's comforting to you. Hear, what are you hearing? Are you hearing the birds chirping and the leaves rustling? Are you hearing music? Seeing, what are you seeing, right? Who are you seeing? What colors are you seeing? And just taking a moment to to orient yourself and bring yourself back to the present with each of your five senses. And guys, this is something you can do anywhere, right? You can do it at a restaurant. You can do it while you're driving. Anywhere, it's accessible. And it's quick and it's a powerful way to bring a sense of safety back to your nervous system when you notice you're starting to become dysregulated. So that's number two. Number three is soothing music. Soothing music, listening to like binaural beats, listening to calming music, um, instrumental music, whatever it is that you notice tends to calm you down. 
Music can, can decrease our blood pressure. Music can decrease our heart rate. Music can decrease our respiratory rate. And it's because there's a link between our ears and that vagus nerve, right, which controls our parasympathetic nervous system. So music is a really powerful tool. Maybe even make a playlist or find a playlist that's super calming. And in times when you notice that you're feeling dysregulated or activated or anxious, man, put that playlist on. And guys, I'll give you a bonus here. Even better, even more effective if you hum while you're listening to that music or sing while you're listening to that music. And a lot of it's for the same reason. Our voice box, right, is connected to the vagus nerve. So when you sing or when you hum or when you make noises with your throat, you activate your vagus nerve. So when you're, again, something that we can do almost anywhere, right? Calm ourselves down, try humming. You're likely going to notice that your heart rate slows and you feel more relaxed. And then when you're humming, it also forces you to control your breathing. So brilliant. Our bodies are so brilliant, you guys. And that's linked to our vagus nerve. So having those controlled breaths, activating our vagus nerve and our parasympathetic state releases a sense of calm in our body. And I know for me, I always, like, I remember a tune that my mom would hum to us. Like, I'm the oldest of five kids, so I don't know if I remember her humming it to me, but I definitely remember her humming it to my siblings. And it's something, it just, like, kind of comes out of me when I'm trying to calm my kids down. And when I'm putting them to bed at night, I start humming the same thing. And I notice how much it actually calms me down. Like, it's just a simple little tune that I hum. And it's so calming. It's calming to my kids because they're listening to it. And it's calming to me because I'm humming it, right? And I'm hearing it. And my vagus nerve is being activated. And my body is um, is moving into that regulated, relaxed state. So that's a great one. Okay, number four. Number four is a weighted blanket. Weighted blankets, weight, um, wrapping ourselves up like a burrito in a blanket. These are things that can help bring a sense of safety and calm to our nervous system. I mean, think about it. It's the reason why our babies or a lot of babies calm down when they're swaddled, right? It's why we swaddle babies. It's because that gentle pressure on our body can really help activate that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest state lowers our heart rate. Another thing about using a weighted, weighted blanket or like wrapping ourselves up tightly in, our, in a blanket um, and, and burritoing ourselves is that it supports um, proprioception. So what is what that is, proprioception is our, it's like our sixth sense. It's our somatic awareness. It's just this awareness of what our body is doing, what the what position our body is in, how our body is moving, how our body is feeling, the, the, the physical sensations of our body. So a weighted blanket or like wrapping ourselves up like a burrito in a blanket is believed to stimulate that proprioception because it provides this like physical boundary around our body and it makes us more aware of our physical surroundings and of what's going on in our body. And then another thing that's really cool about using a weighted blanket or, or this burrito thing is that that deep pressure um, can can reduce cortisol levels and cortisol is a stress hormone so it's released when we're having a stress response it's often elevated when we're experiencing anxiety so some of that pressure um, can help reduce cortisol levels that deep pressure to our body can help reduce cortisol levels 
and can help us um, experience a reduction of stress. And guys, we can use all of these on our kids too. We can teach these to our children. But if you notice that your child is feeling dysregulated or feeling activated, you know, when, they, when, they're, when they've expressed and released some emotion and they're kind of like that whimper starting to come out, like <laughs> starting to come out, right? And their body is starting to regulate. Man, you can wrap them in a blanket, swaddle them in a blanket, use a weighted blanket with them. And that can really help their body return to regulation. So that's number four. And then number five is havening. Havening. And I'm going to try to explain this to you guys with my words so you get a visual and you can try it yourselves. But what you're going to want to do is basically cross your arms in front of you like you're giving yourself a hug, right? You put your hands on your shoulders, like opposite shoulders. Your hands are crossed and it's like you're giving yourself a hug. And what you do is you start up there on your opposite shoulders and you want to apply gentle pressure and just squeeze your hands down from your shoulder, down to your elbow, right? All across your biceps and your triceps, and then just moving kind of up and down slowly until you get down to your elbow, then back up to your shoulders and down to your elbow and just kind of back and forth, very slowly applying gentle pressure that feels supportive for you. And try that a few times. Try it with taking some breaths and notice how your nervous system seems to respond. And havening like that is a great way to use movement and because you, you have bilateral movement there and also touch to signal to your nervous system that it is safe to come out of a stress response and regulate. Okay, so all five, let me give them back to me, scroll to the top here. Temperature change. So use cold water immersion, however that works, or cold frozen vegetables or ice water or whatever it is. Um, number two is grounding, right? Orienting, earthing. Number three, soothing music, humming. Number four is a weighted blanket or wrapping yourself up like a burrito. And number five is this havening technique. And with each of these, really notice how your nervous system seems to respond when you try it out, right? Um, if, it's, if your nervous system seems to respond and it seems to work and be helpful and it helps you, you know, feel calmer, man, put that in your back pocket. You can use that again and again and again and again, right? Your body's not going to get sick of it. And if you try any of these and it doesn't seem to really have much of an effect and your nervous system doesn't seem to really respond, and you've been doing it for three, four, five minutes and you're not noticing anything, that's okay. <laughs> No harm, no foul. I always say like, it's just information. Everyone's nervous system is different. This is all bio-individual. So just take that as information and try something else, right? You tried havening and it didn't really work. Maybe you try a weighted blanket next time. If that didn't seem to work, then maybe you try, you know, dunking your face in some ice water for 30 seconds. But you're going to find something eventually that your nervous system really responds to, that your nervous system signals as safety and can help return your body from a from a stress response to a place of calmness right and compassion and connection and curiosity and all of these beautiful things so that is my encouragement to you is try these out notice how your body seems to respond and then keep using the ones that seem to be helpful for you and if this episode was helpful and you guys are looking for additional resources to help regulate your nervous system either to upregulate when you're feeling kind of dissociated or disconnected or burnt out or downregulate when you're feeling really activated or anxious, 
um, or irritable or angry, I have a regulation resources guide that just has a bunch of different ideas like these that we went through today. And you can download it for free in the show notes. So go ahead and click on that link and you can download the regulation resources guide. All right. That's what I've got for you guys today. I love you so much. I will talk to you next time. Be well. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.